Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And here we are, together again, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. Double deuce. Double deuce. Welcome to the post-Christmas pre-New Year show. It's, it's New Year's Eve. It's that awkward show where nobody's listening because nobody's at home. Mm-hmm. Everybody's out celebrating. You know, I'm glad, because uh, you know, they got the college football playoff thing, and I know it depends a little bit, but there's been at least once, if not twice, where the... The semifinal games have been on New Year's Eve, and I'm like, man, I want to watch these games, but it's like I also want to do stuff, and it's hard to, you don't want to be like at a New Year's Eve party and watching fucking six hours of football instead of yeah, doing stuff. Yeah, that seems a like, little rude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. But now you, it's on New Year's Day. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. I can watch football while I'm doing family stuff. That's right. And you can listen to Double Deuce mm-hmm. over and over again on New Year's you, Eve. Yeah, put it on a loop. There you go. There you go. We thought we... If this uh, is your sixth time through, this time count how many times we say pants. I'll give you a hint. It's eight. Pants. Mm-hmm. Two down right there. Yep. Now, we're going to give you... the Today, we thought that it would be really nice to bring you the the best of things mm-hmm. that we want to talk about on that are on Netflix and the movies and things. Yeah. Corner. So we're basically just going to talk about some shows that we like and and stuff. And yeah, maybe talk about a Star Wars that's been out for a few weeks now. So yeah, we're not spoil it. Yeah, now now we feel like we can we can talk spoilery things without worrying because it's been weeks. So if you still haven't seen Star Wars, uh, go see it and then come back and listen yeah. to this episode. We'll, we'll probably talk about it for a chunk. Yeah, but just like we did back in the day. That was like our fifth episode. I think was right after we'd seen Force Awakens. That's right. And we talked about it for most of the episode. We did. We did. It was a good. Uh, good I feel like that was the where we hit, our, our, like we find, we figured some things out for that episode. We knew what we were doing a little better. Exactly. I think Rob Schulte had just been there, like the episode before, and, and imparted his podcast wisdom to us. Rob Schulte knows a lot of things. Mm-hmm. If you're a, a especially company about looking, podcasts and and having a, a gentle hand, that's true. If you're a company that's looking to hire Rob Schulte, mm-hmm. we highly recommend hire him. Hire him to do whatever. And Kitty Steffens too. Hire her. Yep. Never a bad word to say about anyone. It's true. Not Karate Samson, though. That shit crazy. She is crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what do you want to start with? Netflix, or do you want to? Yeah, start you know, with I wanted the, to. The I watched. Wars? I watched the. There's that Netflix movie that that uh, Max Landis wrote and David Ayer directed, where it's like Will Smith is a cop and he's got an orc partner because it's uh. like. It's like if there was a fantasy world, but then it was had gone to modern times and stuff. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. I liked really? it. See, because I, you know, I keep my ear close to the internet on this, and mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy Tolbert mm-hmm. um, from over in the Breezedale neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, writer of the Breezedale Tolberts, of the Breezedale Tolberts, uh-huh. like that guy hated it. Oh, he yeah? said it was lazy world building. He said. So, what did you think about the world building? Also, do you think you and Jeremy Tolbert will get in a fight? Probably not. Okay. I would say, like, I think I liked, I wouldn't say it's lazy world building, because I think if you spend a long time building that world, you're not going to accomplish the things you wanted to accomplish in that actual movie. Right. I think they do a good job of, like, giving you the feel for what's going on with it. Right. Without having to bog it down too much, and especially, like, 
slowly kind of give you a little bit more as it's moving along gotcha. kind of thing. Gotcha. I think kind of in the way of like a, say, what was that movie? Was it Precinct or Dis- uh, District, District 9? District 9, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah kind yeah, of there yeah. where like you're finding out more stuff about it as it moves along. So is it like District 9 without all the annoying racist people accents? Uh, Yeah, it doesn't have the accents. Yeah, so I, much. I'm not a big fan of South Africans. Yeah. They, they're, well, there's they're, they're, a lot of them are bad. Yeah. I mean, if you're a good South African... Mm-hmm. You're cool with me, mm-hmm. but we need to talk. There, sure there, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of them were pretty chummy with Nazis back in the day. Uh, it's a little bit, uh-huh. a little bit. It's uh it's 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 a dark story, and mm-hmm. I don't want to go into it too much. But anyway, so Bright, yeah. which is the name of the, yeah. the Netflix. Thing. I like, I liked it. You liked it, uh-huh. okay? I did because I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. but I will tell you. Here are my concerns. Yeah, and they 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 will <laughs> echo a little bit. Uh, Jeremy Tolbert's. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, sort of concerns. Not that I sit around. You know what? I think one thing, I think you will like it because it, it, it definitely backs up your preconceived notions of elves being assholes. Cause really? The elves are basically like the rich, like haughty motherfuckers who run everything. Yeah, that would in, be, in this that world. Would be right. Like there's like the the fucking rich part of L.A. is like Elf Town, yep. and there's like basically police barricades all around it, so it's hard for people to get into Elf Town if they're not allowed to be in there. Now that sounds mm-hmm. a lot like how it would be if there were really elves. Yeah, because elves are assholes. Mm-hmm. Elves and South Africans. Yep. Don't invite them to New York. So I think I think you'll like that part of it. Certainly. All right. You know what? I'm sold. I'll mm-hmm. watch it, and you know Jeremy Tolbert. Can have his opinions, mm-hmm. and we can all agree to disagree because we're all educated people, mm-hmm. and we'll just have a little dinner party about it, and we'll all ha 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 and come to some conclusion at the end yeah. of the night. No, I, I think I would. I would say it. like it doesn't. It's not like it fucking blew me away. Like I right. feel like it does some. It takes does some like uh, race and identity stuff. I don't think it. Like, does anything revolutionary with those? Because yeah. it's basically the, when you have these things, like the orcs are basically at the fucking bottom of everything now. Yeah. Because humans are kind of middle, like elves are kind of in charge, humans are kind of in the middle area, and orcs are kind of at the bottom, because like, a few thousand years ago, there was like, it's kind of like if Lord of the Rings happened, and then that Middle Earth went through a few thousand years more, now it's modern times with computers and shit. Gotcha. And so basically, like, orcs are shit on because a few thousand years ago they they fought with the Dark Lord instead of the armies against the Dark Lord. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I would uh, I would say it's worth checking out. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one down that's again not Star Wars mm-hmm. before we get into the sort of Star yeah. Wars side, but uh, it's a mini series also mm-hmm. on Netflix, mm-hmm. Godless. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you've seen that yet. Uh, Western series. Uh, Steven Soderbergh is one of the producers on it. Yeah. Like an executive producer. Um, it's about a six-parter, six, two-hour, uh, stories, mini movies. I don't know, but it's a, it's a Western about, uh, a, a, a young gunslinger kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he was a bad guy, but he's sort of trying to find redemption. And the, the really bad, like Jeff Daniels, who's this terrible guy who, uh, used to ride with, um, and, uh, so he's abandoned Jeff Daniels, who thinks he's his, Jeff Daniels has taken him as kind of a son mm-hmm. figure. And so Jeff Daniels and his gang of, his nearly, uh, his, his amazing gang of 40 that seems to recreate on command. They're, mm-hmm. they're like, like they never, no matter how many of them die, they seem to be about the same they size. Seem, they seem to always be 40 of <laughs> uh-huh. them. Yeah, yeah. 
And so they go around like burning down towns looking for this this kid, and finally they find him, find him in this town that is entirely full of it's just women because all the men died in a mining accident, mm-hmm. except the sheriff who's not played by Bill Paxton in one of the most Bill Paxton-y roles of the <laughs> like year. It should have been, but it should have been Bill uh-huh. Paxton. But they did. They got a younger version of Bill Paxton instead of this Bill point. Paxton. Take take five seconds, listener, to pour some out from your New Year's Eve drinking for Bill Paxton. Oh, Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. There was a big Bill Paxton sized hole in this Godless, and mm-hmm. it's where it's in the sheriff's role. And then um, Sam Watterson is in there for a little while as as, a, as someone who dies. Uh-huh. And that's kind of fun. But Godless spoilers. It's, it's oh yeah, that's true. I shouldn't probably tell you that. Mm-hmm. I should avoid the spoilers. I don't want to say again too much about the whole series with it because it is it is uh, it does some changes and some 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 clicks and some, and mm-hmm. some really good interesting things. But. Uh, it's kind of a flawed masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. The ending's a little clunky. Yeah, uh, it could have been sharper. Mm-hmm. That was my real contention with it. Like it seemed like it was setting itself up for having the capacity to go longer, but then they were like, "Oh no, we need to wrap this up." Mm-hmm. So, or maybe uh, like they, originally they're like. Yeah, we'll commit to this much time. And then they're kind of going through like, uh oh, <laughs> gotta wrap yeah, this yeah, up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but there is some, some, some great intensity, mm-hmm. uh, some really well crafted moments and a really interesting study of kind of gender politics and dynamics in this town with, uh, that's run by all women and the, mm-hmm. and the really skeezy guys who go to try to make their fortunes one way or the other, mm-hmm. uh, by exploiting this town full of women, mm-hmm. um, to whatever. With their endless are. supply of men. With it's it. like they're, they're both at opposite ends. There's a town with only women and a gang of men who never lose, no matter how many of the men die, they always have the same amount of men. You know, I didn't really put that together until uh-huh. just now. Uh, and actually that's an interesting together, uh, dichotomy. But I, but I, but I, I kind of like that. I think that it's kind of actually true mm-hmm. um and so it feels very much like a like a uh in the same way that the deadwood was not just a it wasn't like a tv show just about uh the town of deadwood it was also a study in mm-hmm. how civilizations are built uh, mm-hmm. in a way and how, how law is brought about from chaos um i think godless does the same did in, you see how, i think they're talking about they're still putting it together but they are going to finally do a deadwood movie on hbo here coming up in the really? next year or two that would to be like, amazing i know it's like let's do it hbo what have you, you been I, waiting for all this time beyond I, probably all your actors moved on to other things i know it's hard I, to put these things gonna together be really funny is they're all going to look so much visibly older it's, it's, true. it's not like two years uh-huh. later well then maybe they later. time jump it a little who knows yeah, but even be. then it's been 10 years <laughs> 12 yeah, years yeah yeah that show was on a while ago. <laughs> it was, it was. But anyway, I I, I recommend Godless if you're mm-hmm. looking for something to 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 watch. Especially to, maybe if you want to get a little something that's a little westerny. Yeah, if you like if you like a good mm-hmm. western, it's pretty violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's so, a western. Yeah, so not one it generally that, happens. Not one with the. Not, but it's not one of those. Not like, for the kids. Not one of those gun smoke style mm-hmm. like people just falling off of things going ah. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's blood all over the place. Graphic. Graphic stuff in there, mm-hmm. um, but it's worth a, it's worth a watch. So yeah. check that out. All right, yeah. Um, should we move to the Star Wars? Let's, corner? let's do it. All right, all right. Uh, a long time ago, in a galaxy far away, how does that still manage to make me tear up after all these years? Every time I see it and hear that music, it's amazing. I should. I heard it a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I should know. I should be better by now. But it still it's makes me go. It's all over. Yeah, it has a like, the immediate reaction to the goosebumps just pop mm-hmm. up every time I, I see that and hear that. 
We had to go to a screening. Well, no, it was on the day, right? No, yeah. We, we, we were able to get in. We were able to get, uh, we, we had a little connection, so we were able to slide in a little on the early side. But basically, so we didn't have to, like, go trying to deal with tickets. Yeah, that was what nice. it was. I mean, we didn't get in any earlier than anybody else. We just no. didn't have to wait in the lines. So, yes. Yeah, that was good. And so we saw it pretty early. Yeah. Have you seen it again? I haven't yet. I'm, I'm going to see it again in a few days. So yeah, I'm going off of that very first watch. You got to see it a couple times, right? No, I only got to see the ones because okay. I was going to go again, but then I got in a fight with my wife and I decided not to go because I was being, uh, standing on principle and being a dick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's another story for another time. Okay. Uh, just a related, just a reminder that if you're in a relationship, arguments happen throughout the course of your relationship. They don't. They don't end. They just keep going. But mm. it's okay. You'll get through them. It's just going to establish boundaries. Yep. Be healthy. Be positive. Mm-hmm. Respect each other. Understand that arguments are going to happen. But that's not about Star Wars. That's about me. Isn't Let's it a little bit also about Star Wars? I guess it is. Kind uh-huh. of. Kind of into the, the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you want to start? What were, your, what were your takes on it? Yeah. You know what? I, like, I feel like I, I want to see it again because I feel like... Uh, I'm a little, I liked it, but there were things about it I wasn't as crazy about. And also, I think part of it, like, I've thought about it a bunch since then, and I've read a few things. And I think the thing, I liked it, but I feel like, I like that they decided to let's subvert some of these conventions and things. But there was a little part of me that was like, I kind of like the idea of doing that, but I'll, there's also part of it's like we're, these are like the the the, the last saga trilogy of like the, the there's three trilogies in the main saga thing. So there's a little part of me that's like I don't know if I'm as crazy about subverting the convention within the saga trilogy when we have a bunch of other Star Wars movies happening too, where I feel like subverting conventions is a good is a better place for doing it. Yeah. So there's a little part of me like that, but there's also a. I don't know. That was one thing I feel like, and as time went has gone by, I I care about that less than I did on the initial watch. I feel like, but especially knowing too that Johnson's going to do another a separate trilogy of Star Wars movies off of that, or that somewhat, you know, I don't know what time, I don't know what he's doing with it. It's they haven't figured any of that out yet, so I feel like that would have been a, a cool place to do a lot more subverting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think I think you're you you you've tapped mm-hmm. into something there, and I, and I think the thing about the I feel like that's where that's where I have a mixed feeling is because yeah. there, there's that I like that hey let's let's fuck with it, but there's also part of me that's like well, but in this I don't know that I like the idea of fucking with that, but I don't know I'm not a hundred percent for fucking with the uh, the main saga story. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's I, I think that that it's got to be like. By its nature and what it's what it initially set out to do, which mm-hmm. was to kind of tell that classic hero's journey, because mm-hmm. um, because I think we've been waiting for a long time of like, wouldn't it be cool to see what happens after all that? Yeah, and so it has been a long time. So we're time jumping, we're pushing things forward. I guess there's a because I feel like, and I feel like it might be also part of the nature of they what they have, you know, Kathleen Kennedy kind of overseeing all this, but they're they didn't didn't have a Here's the vision for these three saga movies. Right. Here's what we're going to accomplish. It was like, like Abrams did the first one and he set up a whole bunch of stuff and it was like, all right, next guy's turn. And so, (laughs) and I feel like then Johnson was like, here's what I'm going to do with it. So I feel like there's a real disconnect, I think, between the two. And then it was, I'm really interested to see what happens now with Abrams coming back for the third one. Like, how does he then, as he put like, 
push this ball forward, then that ball kind of spread out into a bunch of stuff. What's he going to do? Is he going to try, is he going to like then wrangle it all back into more what he was doing in the first one? And it's on well, some level. And, and or Hemmings have never been his strong suit. It's true. Really. He generally does. Like he will start a lot of things. He will set up like here's the here's like the the show Bible. Here's like the first season, and then peace. I'm gonna go do make some more stuff happen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it will be it will be mm. interesting. But I uh, I agree with you that I I think that the that the the reason that those the the first. You know, well, the, the originals work so well is because they are so simple. Mm-hmm. And I think this and is I feel like there's other people working on those with Lucas, but I feel like there was still, uh, with it, even them playing with the parts. Yeah. You did have at least some, you're going off of his initial, like, here's the story idea. Yeah. There weren't a lot mm-hmm. of crazy subplots. It's like pretty much yeah. Luke's story. Now, there's some things that happen around mm-hmm. that story. Which is know? one thing, that's the one thing I like. I like and I like Johnson a lot. I do feel like this film was very busy. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on. And I feel like it, it, it felt, we were talking about it after we saw it, feels like more like a five act structure than a three act structure. Which I feel right. like that's one thing, like generally a Star Wars movie is a pretty rigid, like three acts. Like here's the first part, the second part, the third part. And this one was really spread out. Like I feel like all of them, there's always like, uh, like fucking like first Star Wars is like, we're on Tatooine, we're on the Death Star, then we're having the fight above Yavin. Like, right. it's pretty fucking three, like, very distinct periods, and it's right. also most of the characters are all together. Yeah. Also within those, there's very little, like, I think Middle of Empire, you have two storylines going. You have the Millennium Falcon storyline, and you've got Luke on Dagobah storyline. Yeah, yeah. But the, it's easy to go back and forth. Right, right. Whereas this one, there's... <sighs> Four, three or four. I think three or four. Separate things moving along at the same time. Yeah. Within, within the, the acts. Well, I, I have to say that, that I was, uh, also I think it features, um, the most boring, uh, like space chase ever mm-hmm. with the cruisers. Yeah. And the, and the destroyers that are just waiting Especially to because, blow them up. yeah, I don't, that's one thing I'm interested to watch again for. I don't know how the timeline adds up because I feel like they aren't technically running for that long. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I feel like Ray's on that planet with Luke for at least a, several days. Right. And I, I feel like they had like a, a day of fuel for hard running on that ship. So I don't know yeah. how that all works out. Yeah. I also, I also feel like, like they, they're, there, there are moments too where, like the the the, the big Luke reveal about mm-hmm. him and 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 uh, Kylo Ren and and the, the, the attempted uh, assassination mm-hmm. um, or the, the, the I feel like yeah the, assassination like that seemed to me to be like like if that was in any mm-hmm. fiction writing class mm-hmm. it'd be like that's a show don't tell moment yeah it seems so and odd I mean like they, they do the they they show you like the reaction of it happening but that that was one thing. I think that was my, that was the one thing that I was like, I don't necessarily like how they did that. Yeah. Which was that, like, I like a little bit that, although it's also weird because it's like, hey, let's show that there's some reason on some level behind what Kylo read. Like, there, that there's a betrayal kind of within that that yeah. kind of maybe fueled pushing him over to the dark side to make him a little bit more redeemable. But then I feel like at the same time that he still, it was like, nope, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a real bad guy. I'm gonna, I'm taking over the first order. <laughs> right. So I feel like it almost undercuts that. But the main thing that I felt weird about that, 
It's like I feel like in Luke Skywalker's original hero's journey, like the 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 climax of it is is him making the choice of like I won't I won't give in to like baser instincts. I won't kill my father. Like I think that he's still deep down good and can yeah, yeah. be redeemed, even if I die making the stand, even if I sacrifice myself for this ideal. That's okay. That's what I should do. That's yeah. the proper thing to do. And I feel like, and that's his dad, who was demonstrably very evil throughout yeah. all these movies, yeah. who he barely knows. He's met right. like a couple times briefly, and most of, and the, the most significant time they spent together, his dad cut his hand off and yeah. like tried to turn him. And I feel like it is weird then to have him with the nephew that he's known through the nephew's entire life, who he's been like spending a lot of time with training with. That he senses some darkness in this kid that is so threatening that he thinks right. he has to kill him. Yeah. I feel like doesn't, and then, and also not seeing any example of that. Yeah. Like just going off of the, I saw like a darkness in him and I thought I might need to take him no, out. No, his, his, had his... we seen like any, like one flashback scene of, some example of the kid being a threat. Yeah. That he thought, his, like... His darkness, as far as I can tell, is intense petulance. It's yeah. like, you might as well... You might as well kill Luke mm-hmm. every kid that listens to Corn. Yeah. You know? I and mean, so that, that was the thing. I feel like there's been a lot of talk about, like, him kind of exiling himself. And, like, I can go with that, but I go with it almost... I think it's interesting in the idea that, like, he failed the kid on that level of that the kid think, thought he was trying to kill him because he thought about it for a second and then stopped. Yeah. But I feel like he could feel just as guilty or like that the Jedi needs to end, he needs to exile himself just because, shit, the exact same thing that happened to my dad happened to my nephew. This is clearly a cyclical thing. I need to break this cycle. I need to stop. We need to stop having Jedi because it always leads to this. Even if you get rid of the dark side... It's always going to come up again because it has to because these things are balanced and the way to get rid of that is to get rid of force users entirely. Yeah. I feel like works just as well, if not better, than him making this fucking... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> him fucking up and, and almost killing his I, nephew. I feel like we not. barely got started on You know, this, we can go we, a little bit long. We we got, it's yeah, it's yeah. the end of the year. We'll do a few more. A few extra talk, minutes. I think we did that on the, the original Star Wars one. I think we go long. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... I feel like that was the thing that, like... Felt weirdly out of character to me that, like, his whole, like, one of the, like, the pinnacle moment of him in the original trilogy, like, it just, then having no real basis beyond some pretty vague flashbacks. Yeah. That was, that was the one thing I felt like that, and then I think the, uh, the storylines between the running, uh, fleet and the mission that, that, uh, that, uh, Finn and, and, uh, what's your name? Rose? I think, yeah. Go on. I feel like it would have been a lot more interesting to be like, yeah, the, the fleet's getting chased. You guys gotta hurry. Fucking send Poe on that mission too. And yeah. also the fact that, like, you spend a big chunk of time with them on this mission that they fail at every single step of. Like, they never, the only thing they really accomplish is that they maybe kill Captain Phasma at the end of it. I don't know. But like, every step of the way, like, they don't meet the code breaker they're supposed to, but they find another guy. He gets them out of prison. So then they're going along. Uh, then they're gonna do the thing. No, they don't because they get double crossed. Like they, they don't yeah. accomplish. Like their whole thing, all they accomplish is becoming friends. <laughs> right, <laughs> they don't right. accomplish any other achievable goals. Like yeah. none of the goals they set out to do do they achieve. Yeah, somebody. It's one of the, the articles versus also then where posting like in the fleet. 
you're spending a bunch of time just to establish that he needs to learn how to be a leader and not just a, a soldier. Yeah. And I feel like you could have probably maybe intertwined those two plot lines and uh, saved a little bit of time cutting back and forth. It feels very scattered there in the middle section of that movie. Yeah. Because you're covering a whole lot of ground. You're covering... That's where especially all the plot lines are all happening at the same time. Well, I think it's definitely worth another watch on the second it half. Is. The second half of the movie is very strong. And the it only is. other thing it, I want to say is... Before we, 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 we so I feel like we've been, this. we've been hitting a lot of the parts that were, were not as good. I do, I did like it though. Like, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. I feel I like too. it's a strong beginning of the five acts. I feel like the first act and like the fourth and fifth acts I did like. Like it yeah. really, that last. Yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a little bit longer. That last hour or so I feel like is very strong. The last hour does really well. And, and actually some really, really decent mm. acting by Mark Hamill. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Uh, good for him. He finally did it. I also and, think a lot of, uh, does a good job too of throwing in a bunch of little jokes here and there, like keeping yeah. it light and funny throughout. There's like a lot of good little laughs throughout the whole thing. And I just want to say that I think, uh, hands down, Han Solo and Leia need to be nominated for worst parents ever mm-hmm. award. They're just absolutely so ineffectual mm-hmm. and there's no hint ever of any affection between, you know, any of those, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. people, uh, and so it's just, it's like loveless, people mm-hmm. having a loveless child and a loveless marriage it's it's a, it was no wonder so mm-hmm. you know don't don't be han and leia love your kids it's true Unless, Which, there's a read read some of the books that they put out since i feel like there's a little bit of because basically the kid goes off to train with luke at a certain point and leia feels a little bit bad that he's not around and that that she's maybe not being the best mom i feel like there's some of that in there that they're i also feel like goddamn between these three people who are like best friends like, once you know, like, Han dies, and Luke's kind of like, meh, about it. When he sees them, it would have been nice to have, like, some recognition, or some recognition of that through the force he felt it happened, so it's not yeah. news, at yeah. least, so that when he's not that reactive to it. Just kind of the same way, where, like, uh, in the first one, where, I mean, Chewbacca's trying to get Finn to medical help, but it's like, where Leia and Ray are hugging about Han dying, but Chewie's like, catch you later, man, I gotta get this guy <laughs> to the hospital. Exactly. I know my best friend and your husband just died, but whatever, we'll talk about it later, I guess. <laughs> was a weird moment yeah, yeah i feel like that that feels it's a weird thing that seems to be happening in these movies where it's like where there's a weird disconnect between like the 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 bond between these characters from the, the original trilogy where they're kind of they're very separated and very it's weird but no like yeah i want i do want to watch it and especially now knowing there, the story things that I thought weren't as great about it, but then the things I did like about it, I want to see how I feel about it, watching it a second time now that I know all those things and look to see how it all connects a little bit more too. Yeah. I feel like it's harder to take in all that shit on the first viewing sometimes, especially for something like a Star Wars that definitely affects me on like a, a deeper level of like, I really love Star Wars. Yeah. Overall, I liked it. I had some problems, but I liked it. And some of those problems are probably a me thing. Some of those story problems, I feel like they're story problems. But I can also see, I, I seeing other, Dry Johnson's other shit, that dude is a, does a good job of building some stuff up. And I feel like, I don't know if he also was like, I need to service all these things and tell the story that I want to tell and do a whole lot of shit. It's a, it's a difficult job to make one of those movies. Yeah. No, I, mm-hmm. I think he did a good one. Yeah, no, overall, overall, I, I definitely liked it. I would, I would put it in that, like, 
of those movies, it's kind of middle of the roadish. Yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah. <laughs> middle of the roadish. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, pants, 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 pants. I think that's eight. I think we hit the counter. Nice. Pants counter. For those of you who were paying attention, we were right. I don't know if that was eight or not. You'll, you'll have to count. That's, we did two off the bat. Yeah. And I just said it several six. times. I don't think we said pants after that. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that might have been eight. It's up to you. Shit. Although listeners. I just made it. Well, but nine. I don't know if I hit eight. I don't know how many times we said All pants. Right. Hashtag, how many times did we say pants? Mm-hmm. Alan. Alan, whenever you get up to this. Yeah. I don't know how long it'll take. He said he just finished another eight or ten, yep. so he's getting there. Yep. Slowly but surely. Well, that was your extra long New Year's double deuce. <laughs> All right. I hope we'll, you enjoyed it. We'll see you in the 2018. Hey, if you put if you put this in and it's now almost midnight, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Yeah, New Year's. You just had New Year's with us. Woo! Hope you liked it. Double deuce. Double deuce. Pants. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too, I found out. There's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And, hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a Tell thousand. your friends. Thousand mouths. Tell your mom that are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, Tell her. Everybody likes your mom too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. We're doing so well.